0: Hey everybody, you're about to listen to a great podcast interview uh, that I have with Tegan White from JN White. She's got a great story to tell about the company that she works for uh, in this time of COVID-19. Um, one thing I wanted to say is that the uh, the audio quality is, is is a little, for whatever reason, is not so great for this episode. Um, you know, that's the thing with uh, remote, uh, remote podcasting and, and trying to... Uh, Uh, trying to get great content out to you guys uh, remotely. Sometimes, as we all know, with our Zoom meetings and disconnects and all that stuff, uh, the technology just doesn't cooperate. Um, So I apologize for the sound quality. We tried to work on it, and it just just didn't work. But the the actual content of the interview is something that I really think you're going to dig and I think you're going to love. So stay tuned to listen to my interview with Tegan White coming right up next. Welcome everybody, uh, it's interview time, I haven't had an interview in, in a couple of weeks here, and uh, today I am really, really excited to, I have a good friend of mine uh, on, on the line, somebody have known, I've known kind of on and off for several years now. <laughs> um, I think we met through a, a common, common friend, and then I used to stay over at... I used to, like, crash it when I was, like, doing stuff in New York City. I think I used to crash on your couch or your, your air mattress or whatever <laughs> in New York City. And, uh, and now she's back. Uh, in Rochester and working. And she's got a really cool story to tell about uh, about the company she works at. Tegan White is with me, uh, everybody, from uh, J.N. White. Yeah, uh, so
1: um, the company is um, J.N. White, and that's my late grandfather. So he started the business in 1960, and uh, we're still going strong today.
0: That's amazing, amazing. And when you – so you switched over then uh, when, when, when COVID-19 dropped, when everything hit – Uh, what was the point you started making uh, masks, uh, face shields?
1: Yeah, so I guess just to be more clear on what it is that we um, have been doing and currently do is we manufacture membrane switches like the keypad on your microwave, uh, graphic overlay that you might find on the um, consumer product, like a kitchen blender, and then... um, custom labels that are meant to last the lifetime of a product. So not stickers. We don't like that word in our industry. We make labels that go on medical device equipment, military equipment, and so on. Um, So yeah, when COVID happened, um, you know, I think it was this kind of like surreal time in March where um, all of a sudden it went from being an overseas thing to a close by thing. And our engineering team got thinking about our in-house capabilities and our supply chain and what we were capable of doing. And that is where the face shield was born. Um, And it is appropriate to say born because it is unlike any other face shield um, that at least I have seen out in the market in that it doesn't have any foam or elastic.
0: You know, was there a, was there a meeting or was there a conversation where you kind of said we're going to switch gears here and and you know and 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 do something to you know uh, help uh, organizations and industry that needs uh, these face shields uh, that this is very crucial obviously to mitigating uh, mm-hmm. uh, this this virus. Uh, what what point did that happen? Where was that conversation, and how did that? Really first arise
1: um, so it wasn't a specific meeting or, or anything like that um, truth be told we we had a we hired a new president um, this fall and his name is Jason Americh and Jason has an undergrad degree in engineering as well as an MBA um, but he's just one of these guys that knows a lot about a lot <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I
0: appreciate
1: that. I, I think that he, uh, you know, the idea came from his mind. And then he he gathered the troops, so to speak, and said, let's do it. And um, I can really appreciate the dive-in approach because we believe that Ingenuity has been a part of our company since the beginning. Uh, my grandfather was a P-51 fighter pilot in World wow. War II. And the business for him is one of those classic stories started out of the spare bedroom of his home and was a result of him learning on the job and tinkering and realizing his own potential and then turning it into his own business. So to have Jason on board and really seize this opportunity to help the greater good um, really keeps that story going for our organization. And this
0: is a great example of leadership, right? You know, I think in this time, you know, we can identify who the leaders are and who they're not. And, and one thing we're seeing is so many small to mid-sized businesses that are locally based uh, in our communities Really taking that step, stepping up and saying we're going to contribute to mitigating this, to uh, solving this problem, or, or at least getting us through this time uh, to, to protect uh, to protect people and to protect society. Yeah, you know, uh, you we're seeing uh, a black button distilling and uh, an iron smoke distillery and, and many other distilleries across the country now producing uh, hand sanitizer instead of uh, or, or or alongside alcohol. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, you know, really cool things like that. You know, talk to me about the importance that 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 small businesses like that become kind of the innovators and the leaders in this time of need?
1: I mean, the word that comes to mind is um, agile. I think when you're a small to medium-sized mm. business um, and there's not a lot of hierarchical um, barriers, um, you're able to, as we say, pivot and, and kind of say, okay, we're, we're going to do what we're really good at. We're also going to lend some of our bandwidth to creating something for the for the greater good. And actually, speaking of Black, black Button, um, Jason knows the owner or, or some people over there. And we did a, a little bartering. Um, <laughs> so we have some Black Button um, hand sanitizer in our facility in exchange for some face shields.
0: That is <laughs> you get some bourbon along with that, too? Yeah, no, kidding.
1: unfortunately not. But I work with uh, um, one of my colleagues as part of Cartwright's um, Maple Inn. Mm. Um, Have you been out there before?
0: I know. I know of it. But Uh, uh,
1: fantastic. So they um, out at Cartwrights um, bought barrels from Black Button. And that's how they made their maple, their bourbon maple syrup.
0: Oh, my gosh. That sounds absolutely unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's very good.
0: (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Um, You know, that's that's fascinating. I love what you said there about about small businesses being able to pivot and being flexible, I don't think we give small business, small to mid-sized businesses enough credit for. You know that's something they can do. Um, there's a level of flexibility that a large company just can't. Uh, they don't have the the, the rudder for it. You know to you know uh, to to be able to turn that quickly and, and do something. Uh, do something different. And that's really a strength of a business of the size of J.N. White, right?
1: Yeah. And I I think, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to everybody in our company. It's not just leadership. We had really, we have maintained this positive, go get a momentum of, all right, let's do it. I mean, I, I think that when you're, especially when you're in a time when you're seeing people that aren't able to work that are really stressed financially and we're in a position where we can stay open and now we have a sign on the front of the building that says we are open, made in USA and that we make products for medical and military. It's like thinking again of my family story. It's like our modern day mm-hmm. grandpa went to the service. This is my generation's time to step up I it's going to say lean in. It's like an overused, first, <laughs> yes. you know, jump in, dive in, lean in and seize the opportunity and work really hard and know that we are helping. Um, we've had hospitals, nursing homes, fire departments, um, schools that now are devoted to meal programs for kids in their community. Those are just some of the examples of people that are wearing our wow. shields.
0: We're going to come right back, uh, take a quick break, come right back with Tegan White from Jan White. Um, uh, this is this is fantastic. This is great. Uh, I, I love to hear about small businesses in our community, uh, like you said, pivoting and, and doing something that's, that's helping us mitigate this time. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with Tegan White from Jan Industries. Uh, Tegan, you know, you kind of rattled off before we went to the break there, uh, a couple, you know, uh, kind of the, the clientele for these masks, the people that are going to say, can you go a little deeper into that and, and tell me about, you know, who's using it? What's the feedback that you're getting uh, from these masks?
1: Um. Oh boy. So one of the really cool things is that Jay and White has gotten a lot of positive feedback, both in the form—not both. We've gotten Facebook posts, private messages on Facebook, handwritten thank you notes, um, mailed actual mailed notes, <laughs> um, emails, letters. Um, we've actually, I, I've been blown away by what people have done in terms of taking time out of their schedule to send us thank yous. Um, we donated a bunch of masks. Um, I believe it was 150 masks to the Avon nursing home on Good Friday. Wow. Um, so important. Yeah. I brought a bunch home just in case we got orders. I could get them out and i had those left over on the afternoon of good friday and so i went down 390 and dropped them off at the nursing home and the following week i had a thank you note from the spouse of an employee basically saying thank you for keeping her family member (gasps) safe and the people that are residents and you know other people that are working there so pretty powerful
0: that's i mean that's really beautiful when you hear that feedback that's that's very meaningful I was wondering, this is such a great opportunity for businesses, too, to think as much as you're in it right now, as much as you're working the 10, 12-hour days and beyond, I'm sure, to, to try to fulfill the need. There's also a piece of this that you're investing, and I don't mean to sound this as opportunistic because, <laughs> you know, business can do good and succeed as a result of it. And I have no problem with that. I think that's the way it should be. You have the opportunity here. I mean, you're positioning yourself to create, you know, a, a wonderful kind of uh, image for yourself. Um, I don't want to say image because it sounds false, but... You know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. This is, ch-
0: this is a chance to really position yourself and show uh, the, the the ethical quality of your company as a company that helped out in a time of need, even after. Hopefully, you know, very soon uh, after we, we mitigate this issue, and it's it's a it's a wonderful thing for, for companies to realize to realize that when you do good, uh, people do respond positively uh, during this time and beyond as you continue your work in the future.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I hear exactly what you're talking about. I myself. Have have thought about it. It's wonderful that we are able to make this product. Unfortunately, it's in a time where families and friends are suffering. You know, lives are being lost, have been lost. Um, I think that for me, one thing that I can authentically say is that we have we have done our fair share of donating to various programs, and I know that mm-hmm. that's going to continue. Um, one of our core values as a company is about community involvement and I think has largely been um, local United Way um, programs like that. But now all of a sudden we're reaching out to one of the first donations that we did was hundred shields to a hospital in New Jersey right off of the bridge that connects to Staten Island. Wow! So even though they're in another state, they might as well be in New York. They're in the thick of it. Um, so, and, and I think you need to do that. I think you need to balance the business side with the donation side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me, for somebody like me, that gives me good conscience. And
0: you mentioned, you touched on this a little bit again before the break, there's a feeling too, when something like this hits, and I remember feeling the same way, you know, after nine 11, when something like this is going on, everyone has this feeling that they want to be able to contribute on in in, in some way in mm-hmm, some level mm-hmm. there's got to be a feeling there you know with the employees and uh, you know I, I I get it everyone's still scared and everyone's still doing what they need to do but there's got to be a feeling like every employee is being empowered because they're directly uh keeping people safe
1: yeah yeah I think um I absolutely think that is happening. i you know, like I was saying, we have really positive attitude of everybody that works at j and white um people that have worked on the weekends to get the product out the door. I think it's giving people a great sense of purpose and involvement, absolutely.
0: And you mentioned there's a couple other products that you're working on as well, right?
1: Yeah. So one of the products is um, we've made mask extenders. So I'm sure you've Mm. heard of stories where nurses and doctors that are wearing the three ply masks, those strings um, that go behind the ears cause fatigue, headaches, migraines, um, sores. And so the extender goes along the backside of the head and then has a set of teeth depending on how much room you need. Um, and so the strings hook right on those teeth and it's, um, a softer, malleable material that just forms to the back of the head and keeps, keeps those strings off the ears. Uh, So you're not
0: just talking about creating a safety device, you're talking about creating a safety device that is actually more comfortable to wear.
1: Yeah, so separate from the mask, but made from a very similar material that is trying to provide more comfort to our frontline workers.
0: I think that's absolutely fantastic and outstanding. Yeah. Now you have one other product too also that you wanted to to talk about what what is that
1: yeah so this one is more along the lines of an electronics product um, right now our in-house prototype name is the claw um, but it's a, <laughs> it's a device that would allow people to use touch screens um, without their finger open doors without their finger um, but would also have the capability to have embedded um, LEDs which would go to what our um, engineering and electronic componentry and printing capabilities are um, and hmm. potentially would have the RFID um, also embedded. So um, I can't say anything else about that at this time. Um, sure, but of course. We're, we're getting very close to prototyping that. And so I think I think the the face shield um, we call it splatter guard um, our website mm-hmm. is splatterguard.com and that's where the face shields and the mask extenders are and then this other the claw um, would be available on our our like core website um, jnwhiteusa.com and so that will be down the line and again be more of more catered to the engineering um side of design sure. but i think we're going to find a, other um other use cases for it that are in development
0: are you going to continue is, is jan white going to continue uh past you know hopefully like i said we we mitigate this in the near future mm-hmm. is the you know is the production of these materials going to continue or is that something that you hope i i, I I want to say this the right way. You hope that the demand will almost fade a little bit, right, right, <laughs> um, in, in the future. We we all hope that we don't need these things at the abundant the level of abundance that we we do now. Um, what is what is the thought about the future?
1: We're going to continue to manufacture them so long as there is a need that is there. Um, I hear you that we don't. We ultimately don't want human suffering to continue to occur. Um, we don't know what the future is going to hold. Um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have been tuned in to the various updates about what staged openings look like and what could happen if we open up and then need to pull back in. We don't really know what the new norm is going to be. And so for as long as people want the shield and and feel that it provides a level of safety for them, we'll keep manufacturing.
0: Tegan White, everybody, uh, customer service manager at JN White. Fantastic interview. Seriously, we touched on anything from the importance of uh, flexibility in small business to to protecting uh, our our most uh, valued frontline workers here in this time. Tegan, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Be safe out there, everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.